All right, ready? Yeah. Welcome to What's Here Now, Kid, where we take the wise and often wild and wacky wisdom of children and apply it to our overly complicated adult lives. In this episode, we talk about electronic devices and what's become the addiction that we have, and we explore why and what and where in the body that lives. What do you miss about the old days? Well, I kind of wish there wasn't so much television because lots of people are addicted to it and we all get addicted to it and I wish I wasn't, but somehow I am. Wow. How old is our little friend here? This is 10. Okay. This is 10, right? So. Wow, great awareness. Yeah, I thought very impressive. And what I would say about this conversation uh, was this was a predominant theme. Okay. And, um, and just to share, her parents were hanging out while we were doing this, which is cool because they were really excited about this. And so was I because mm-hmm. I've, I've met this uh, young lady a couple of times and she's very talented. She does a lot of drawing and, and storybooking like comic book okay. stuff. And um, so I thought we'd get in, you know, I was sort of predisposed to think she was going to get into her art and things like right. that. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. And this whole thing around technology and um, addiction to technology mm-hmm. and her drive to do things mechanically mm-hmm. was prevalent to the point where her folks were saying to, to her, like they started to kind of coach her, like, talk about your drawing time. And I was like, you know, hey, hold on, you know, parents, you know, but because they were surprised, I think, a little bit. And they're okay. they're very dialed in about, you know, the the, the window to the electronic sure. world so so we've got this addiction to electronics yeah um that was born out of a question about the old days i mean i think everybody knows that people are addicted to their phones you know they may not say the word addiction because that's a pretty strong word and it's true um gosh there's so many here's one thing that came up for me is the phone and when we look at it this is going a little bit of a different direction is that often I find for me, it's looking for something outside of me to give me some input to what I want something, I want to feel a certain way from what what I'm going to find in that phone, whether it's an email or a text or Facebook, you know, and so I'm constantly looking for this external input for how do I feel inside. Interesting. Um, And I've identified that for me as part of the addiction or the need to pull it is if I watch my mind, it's usually either an uncomfortable feeling I want to get away from. So I quickly pick it up and go, oh, I... Escapism type thing? I think so. Okay. But the mind makes up that it's not. No, no, no. I really do need to check this email, remember? Because you have to do this thing. So it's not like... Rationale. Yeah. There's not a conscious thought of, I'm going to escape from this uncomfortable feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's part of it. Um, I think there's probably neurological pathways that get built in after a lot of doing it. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to jump in here because this is what was listening to you. This is what I was going to come up with, which was habit. 40% of what we do daily is not a conscious choice, but actually a habit. Right. So if you tread the tire enough to react to something that was uncomfortable by running to your device, it is now a habit. That's right. Biological robots. Yeah. Many of us are operating out of not not conscious choice, mm-hmm. but a neural pathway that has been created, created in our brain. Yeah. We like to think that we've made a, a choice and that we're in control, but we've created a habit. We've got the cue, which is whatever, you know, feeling we have about it. And then the response, 
run to the device That's and, right. the, and the reward is the escape. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so many places to go with this. It's funny, you know, you say, well, just put that down or just stop doing that thing. And um, I'm curious, I don't know, I'm curious. I'm curious what came up for you when you were talking with her. Yeah, well, first thing that was curious for me is you're 10 years old. How can you have old days? Yeah. I mean, you know, I got shirts older than this this uh, young woman. But uh, but uh, all kidding aside, I um, for me... Um, I liked her awareness mm-hmm. that things were starting to change for her. We talked about filters a little bit offline, off okay. recording, mm-hmm. you know, what a filter, you know, what, but here she is now half, almost halfway to 25 ish, which we know is when we're sort of set mm-hmm. and she's fighting uh, current societal filters that are being laid on her mm-hmm. about having the device around. Mm-hmm. And um, so she draws and plays with Legos, like like creates with Legos. I didn't even know they had Legos anymore. I thought you had virtual Legos, oh, right? No, no. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I, I, again, uh, awareness. And right. so for me, so how do I connect that back to me? For, for me, that that's the thing is there's an awareness about these um i don't know if i want to call it escape but it keeps coming back now that i listen to you and i don't know if you've prompted me for that yeah i have to think i have to consider that more as an is it an escape however am i not honoring me in my moment and i'm honoring some other thing i mean we do this for work some stuff we have to go out there and be in the device Mm -hmm. When it's my time, why am I running into the device? Right. Well, probably because of habit. And I'm, you know, I'm a little bit probably. hesitant to go down this like soapbox path of, you know, we need, all need to get off go our devices. Through, go down it. Well, it's not really my thing. I'm just curious about what it, what it is and is that what we really want? Because that's always the thing is like, is it serving? Does it continue to serve? Mm-hmm. Can, that part I like. Mm-hmm. Does it continue to serve? It's obviously serving something. Sure. Right. Which could be a, 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 just a habit, or, yes. you know, or a neural pathway or, you know, a good jolt of some hormone that's being released every time we pick it up with the anticipation of what's going to be on the other side. There may be some neuroscience on it. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. why else do we look at Facebook so much? Because of the new information that's coming through that we are excited to see and probably a bit of fear of missing out. There's probably some societal things in there. If mm-hmm. we're not having that direct connection with people, yeah. we're finding it online through yeah. something like Facebook. So that becomes our community which we all know without community, that's Maslow's hierarchy of needs without community. It's big. We die. Yes. So, um, yeah, I guess I, yeah, I keep, I keep coming back to the same thing, which is presence. And, you know, in all of this, you and I are exploring and we're trying to learn and we're learning about ourselves. And I think about people in general and humans and how we operate. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if we're really conscious and we're really aware when we're on that. Because we talk about doing one thing at a time. And are we really present with the information that's coming in? Are we really processing it? Or is there this sort of biological, mechanical need that's happening that we're just doing it to, I don't know, feel better, escape, whatever. Because that's what it always seems like. Keep, 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 keep. You know, it's rare that you find somebody like, wow, yeah, really present. Because it really doesn't matter what you're present with. It's a judgment to say you shouldn't be present with a phone. You should be present with a book. Mm-hmm. You know, when you were, when I'm just listening to you on this and I'm trying to see where it resonates 
and the image of the card card catalog in the library came mm -hmm. up, which I'm sure a whole bunch of people don't know what that is anymore. And you know, when you sat there and you were looking for a book, right, in the mm -hmm. old days, and you, if, if to stay with the old days theme, mm -hmm. and you went over to this, you know, huge, you know, bank of index cards, and you were going through, yeah. looking for a book that you had picked up from the index or from the librarian, you know, and you, you're going through, and the, on the way, you see other stuff. Yep. It's like, oh, that, I, that's, I'm going to, well, all right, take that card, right? And, mm -hmm. Oh, and here's the book I want. So now you go, you look and you find, you got this gift of this other book that may or may not interest you. Mm -hmm. And you were mechanically required to immerse yourself in it to some extent. You went and pulled the book off the shelf. There was that action. You looked in the book, you scanned the table of contents. You might've read a chapter. And in most cases, you probably took the book with you and you may have read it and you immersed yourself in it. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like the card catalog is so damn fast now. Mm -hmm. We discard so many things that probably would have been pretty cool if we stuck with it and just like immersed in it from, mm -hmm. for just gave, gave it more than the gl passing glance, right. I guess. And I don't know if this is where you're going with it, Catherine, but that's what's coming up for me on this is you know, this whole thing about the old days, the lack of technology gave us an opportunity to pause we, you know, for instance, we know in coaching, you know, when we ask a question, silence is so important mm -hmm. because the human mind takes at least eight seconds to process the question and then decide how to answer, if at all. Mm -hmm. Right. And so these mechanical efforts allow us, I think, to catch up. And the electronic efforts take that present moment away from us. Well, that's a choice. The mechanical, that's, I think you and I are kind of on the same thing, but the device okay. doesn't take the present moment away from us. Um, yeah, maybe not. I, I guess I just, the speed at which it comes makes me feel like it distracts us enough that we. I think you could be present with anything. So I think. Uh, okay. I think. That, Tell me more. Well, it's a choice to be present. And so whether that information is coming in really fast or really slow, you can be present with whatever's there. Because again, it's a judgment to say we could be more present back then when we were having to search through the card catalog versus now when everything comes so fast. That's not the differentiator. We are the differentiator. To a point. Uh, my, my, my issue is with the, the pause, right? Because you have a part of your brain, the amygdala, that's there to protect you. But then so I if you're distracted, that's, I don't think, I think that's neuroscience and biology that's taking over there. I, I'm not making a choice to defend myself from, from the saber-toothed tiger. It just showed up. So you just went to amygdala stress response from something different because with looking at the information... That's not stress-inducing from the amygdala perspective unless... I think we're fighting ancient moments, though, mm -hmm. there. So, like, there's this, you know, it's the squirrel. Squirrel comes by. Right. Yes, at some point, I catch up to the squirrel, and I've made my choice. Now, it happens in, in very short time. I'm just... What I'm saying here is, from my, my perspective, is that technology is um, somehow... How do I put it? It is triggering this part of us which we're sort of not in control of mm -hmm. we are in control then of putting the brakes on right i don't know if we're necessarily con always in control of you know looking over here and you know what was that yeah i guess I, i've gotten more into the the thought realm lately that um then we start to make choices about our environment 
If that's happening and we're being so distracted by certain things, you know, shut off the TV, put the phone down. You know, if that's, you know, if we're still in the technology realm. I like that. Realm. Yeah, I like that. Um, because we are making a choice. See, I don't, I don't ever, and I agree with you, there is neuroscience and everything, but then we look at the step before that. If, if, if I'm being triggered by this and I go straight into stress response, how can I reduce that? That, yeah, I agree. Then that's, that takes practice. Sure. Right. And then with that practice, the opportunity to do what you just said, which is to gain control Yeah. and to bring yourself back into the moment. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally cool with that. And so I think for a takeaway, if we're at a good space for a takeaway. Because you want to do a takeaway, we're at a good space for that's it. That's how this works. I know. Yeah. All right. So take it so away. So I think for me, it's again, noticing it's all about awareness, mm-hmm. self-awareness, self-empowerment. What, what are, for me, it would be, what is the thing that's making me go to the phone or wanting to go to the computer or do all these different things? What is it tapping into? And just to be aware. And can you be present with that process? Or does somehow you become anxious and sped up and whatnot? What's really happening? So for me, it comes down to awareness. Why am I doing that? And can I see my own reaction in there? Mm -hmm. Bring Mm -hmm. the unconscious into the conscious. Okay. And... I'm trying to think about some additional things on the being side, maybe, which is let's do something that's, let's think mechanically for a bit, like slow ourselves down, mm-hmm. right? So give, give that thing or that whatever it was that is of interest to you a, more than just that clickbait moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Take a moment. What is this? Be with it. You know, and and notice how you are in it. You know, like, does your breathing slow up? Do you get a little more calm? Right. Mm -hmm. Does your body relax? How are you being physically when you catch hold of it and, and put the brakes on and consciously, you know, attach to your takeaway right become aware aware of our own environment and how we're reacting to it yeah i like yeah. it okay if you guys like it and if you guys like what you've heard here today please go to itunes and leave us a five-star review we'd love to hear from you yeah and if you like me more than Catherine, write about that too that probably never happens. yeah i know so but one can dream right so mm-hmm. um yeah please please touch base with us uh, and we're all over the normal platforms and uh, you can come follow us on all of those facebook and twitter no we're not on twitter we're on twitter we're not on twitter linkedin linkedin though come see our page it's up to date and current and youtube is where you can watch us hey Catherine, where do they find us we are at what's here now kid.com what's here now kid.com it gets better every time you say it i know doesn't it it's just it's just cool. And I'm Joe Shum. I'm a success coach with Soul Patch Hippo. Be big, be cool, be hippo. And I'm Catherine Sable. I am a coach as well, and I inspire entrepreneurs to do epic shit. Yeah. In our next episode, we're going to explore trying out new things and what talents may lie beneath them. I dig it. Dig it.